What's cooler than being cool? Unrelenting cruelty? Welcome to Daycare <laughs> Dittos. Hi, everybody. Hooray. Woo! Hey, hey. So. Cool and cruel. <laughs> you, We are joined today. Just uh, bury the lead, as another podcast I know says often. Yeah. We have a very special. Right off the bat. Very special guest, somebody who only existed on the internet Aww. to us before and now exists exclusively in our hearts. Gamero's here. Spoilers, I still only exist on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I am but a facade, yeah. He's in the code. <laughs> I'm, I'm just in the cloud now. I am the cloud. Is that what that is? I'm Tenta Cloud. Oh, <laughs> third evolution? Oh, finally. <laughs> Yeah, we should discuss that. I feel like out of all of them that should get a regional form or anything, like, come on, like, Alolan form tentacle? That would have been sick. What would be the Alolan form tentacle? Yeah, there's a lot of jellyfishes out there. Or a mega evolution. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mega evolution would be great. Uh, mega evolution just go full box. I think they're yeah. all about... Man of War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which... Um... <laughs> um I, I feel like regional forms are the rage now and megas are uh, so last gen. What um, about like a regional mega? But, um, <laughs> did did you guys have anything to say about um, the connect that happened? Because so we kind of... Uh, oh, the, the Nintendo Direct for Pokemon? Yeah, just the trailers uh, and more information for... Uh, uh, BDSP and uh, for um... <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. I was like, "Oh, what is he talking about?" It's yeah. Like, is that some sort of a? Is that your kink? BDSP. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking. I've always been into BDSP, um, <laughs> and uh, also for um, Arceus. Um, yeah. So there was a. <laughs> The uh, the the trailer for uh, the Gen Four remakes uh, really didn't do anything for me, but I I was absolutely enthralled by um, Arceus uh, Legends Arceus, and did you guys see the um, Hisuian forms of Growlithe and uh, Basculin, and I guess Bra- Braviary, and then the Basculin evolution and the um, Stantler. Stantler yeah. ev- evolution. That is the one I'm excited for. I always yeah. felt like he needed one. Yeah. Well, uh, my poor friend Dan uh, killed a shiny Stantler the other day, and I said, Stantler is uh, like a forgotten Pokemon, and unfortunately, now he's getting an evolution. So, <laughs> so they cared about guilt. Yeah. <laughs> that was an important thing. They were like, well, we need Dan to feel bad as yeah. the Pokemon company. Those bastards. So the only thing we have is uh, basically what they look like and um, their typing. Uh, Growlithe, uh, Hisuian Growlithe uh, is a, a cute guy with like a, a, a beard and uh, cute hair. And he's now a fire rock type. Uh, I assume there's going to be a Hisuian Arcanine that's going to be there. Um, Weirdeer, the evolution for... Uh, Stantler's normal psychic, kind of like Girafferig. 
Uh, Basculegion, the evolved form of Basculin, is now a uh, water ghost type. And then uh, Braviary's Hisuian form is uh, psychic flying, like Lugia. So you get, like, shitty Lugia. Yeah. <laughs> Or good, Garef- or good good Gyarados freak. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of forgetting Pokemon, also yeah. missed opportunity on calling that one Pokemon Basquiat. Oh yeah. Ooh yeah. <laughs> that would have been, been a awesome. Heck of a, yeah. Heck of a bit of homage. Um, I th- just love that the internet immediately latched on to the new Growlithe, the Hisuian Growlithe. It's just like that's the best thing now where like the whole world is shit and bad and everybody hates it. And then one cute thing will happen on the Internet and everybody will be like, I will die for you. Imaginary. (laughs) And that's exactly what's happening with the Growlithe. But it is pretty cute. I got to tell you, I mean, the lack of haircut has just just eats me alive. Reminds me of that uh, like Edward Scissorhands dog where he cuts the little bangs off the eyes. Like, that's what I want to do to this Growlithe. But I also feel bad for the other Pokemon, because, like, there's oh, so many Pokemon that debuted, and this one Growlithe is getting all the attention. All the other yeah. ones are, like, Marsha, Marsha, Growlithe. I, you know, I feel bad for Basculin, because it looks so badass, and you can ride it, and I was really, like, amped up on it. And then, like, the little cute Growlithe came, I'm like, oh, well, it sucks to be uh, Basculin all over again. Yeah, like, its oh, well. dead <laughs> friends are letting it swim good, and meanwhile, it's like, no, but this guy's got Zoe Deschanel hair. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Basculin, of course, is, uh, this, uh, Basculegion is the same, uh, type water ghost as the other jellyfish Pokemon, um, oh. uh, from, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Gen 5, so, yeah. mm. um, I thought that was, uh, a, a good way to talk about, uh, jellyfish again, or think about <laughs> jellyfish again. Well, that was a pretty good segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great that you would say a good segue, Gamero, because we should segue into discussing yeah. you and our guest as being our <laughs> guest. So we welcomed you here today to talk about your second favorite Pokemon. Second favorite. That's right. Yeah. Because number one, you get to uh, shoot your shot and oh, no. hop on to the Bulbasaur gang. Yeah, much, much respect, man. Bulbasaur is where it's at. He's literally number one. I say this to everyone. <laughs> literally number one. Yeah. Finally. See, now we're all outnumbered here. Bulbasaur squad. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was when I was first starting in Pokemon, uh, I, I got Pokemon Blue and I was quite the, the rapscallion. Like, oh, of course, I'm going to pick the one that makes me the strongest because it was the good gym like to take out the first gyms. So I went with Bulbasaur, and then I fell in love. And Aww. I only used Bulbasaur exclusively, <laughs> pretty much until about the fire gym. So I had like a level sixty Venusaur and nothing else. Oh, wow! <laughs> and so then I had to find a, a Pokemon to help me with fire Pokemon, even though I was trying to steamroll everything. And what was around Cinnabar Island, but a bunch of tentacles. Aww. And. Very then, wise. Yeah. So then basically I had two level 100, like going to the Elite Four, I had two level 100 uh, Venusaur and Tentacruel and everyone else. And everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> that I never used. It was just, oh, can Bulbasaur take this? No. Okay, Tentacruel, you're on. Now, uh, how old were you when you were playing this? Because that's very wise. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I just kept on throwing my face against gym leaders until they died. <laughs> 
uh, I was quite the min-maxer since the tender age of how old are people in seventh grade? Because that would that would have been me. Okay. Like 12, 13. I think. Yeah, yeah. must have been 12. It's perfect Pokemon nice. age. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I remember, yeah, I remember finding out about Pokemon because I was a Nintendo nerd and I would get Nintendo Power. And they were hyping Pokemon up for a while, including these little inserts, these little magazine inserts, like Pokemon Power, they would call it. It was like 10-page magazines inside the magazine that were just talking about Pokemon. Like, hey, this game's coming out, and there's cute monsters, and here's what they can do. And I would bring it to school, like, dude, have you heard about this? Like, have you have you heard about this thing? And my friend was like, oh, yeah, there's a cartoon about it at, like, 6 a.m. on Channel 13 out in L.A. And I was like, okay. And so then I would wake up early to watch it, and I was like, this is the best thing in the world. Everyone must <laughs> yeah. know about it. And then I would carry it around like a like a chick track, I would just go like, have you heard the good word of Pikachu the wise? You know, like yeah. Charmander like will save us all. Yeah. The, the, the games were good, but I, I feel like it was the one, two punch of the show as well. That really mm-hmm. solidified it as like a religion to me. Yeah. I think so. For too. me, it was, oh, yeah, no, uh, for, uh, for me, it was the, like, I think the very first episode I saw was the episode where they're on the, uh, island full of giant Pokemon. And oh, so it yeah. just raised mm. so many questions right away. <laughs> like, wait, why are some giant and why are some not? And I have to keep seeing the show more. I think I just hopped in at the perfect time. Yeah. They they did a good job of hyping up Pokemon that otherwise you wouldn't really give a shit about in the game. And especially because some of the sprites in the game were kind of fugly. Like Vulpix. <laughs> we were talking about Vulpix. It just looks like a weird... Yeah dog with a bunch of like hot dogs stuck to its ass like it sucks which one one did we do recently that were like it was really just a cringeworthy sprite oh my shop yeah 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 that one was that one was fucking ugly it's not even fugly it's fucking ugly like that one you have to say out loud like full term like a tribe called quest you say the whole thing right Machoke looks like a sailor Popeye frog that got that got kicked in the balls immediately when they took the photo. (laughs) (laughs) You know that's you know that scene in the mask where he gets run over with a steamroller and then has to reinflate himself. He reinflated himself halfway and became Machop. That's it. (laughs) What were you saying, Stephen? But that was just why it was so nice to have like even the cards too, having all these different perspectives and seeing Pokemon even doing like household tasks and stuff mm-hmm. like that like um it just like really helped you kind of imagine the world of pokemon a little bit better and i think tentacool and tentacruel is a perfect episode that like mm-hmm. fully shows that because yeah it's basically like the generic it's like the ratatat of the sea. No, it's the it's the Zubat of the sea. Yes. It's, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even you better. go into the caves, you see Zubat. You go into the ocean, you see Tentacool, and that's mm-hmm. for like almost every generation. Like, yeah, literally every single one. But Zubat didn't get a fucking kaiju movie episode. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> there's no yeah, Mothra. Was... There's no Mothra episode for Golbat. <laughs> yeah. No, that was probably one of the earliest Pokemon and anime episodes I've seen too, and I just thought it was an epic one. And I just thought that, like, I don't know. I thought it was a little cheesy though. That you know, Misty's little monologue at the end is the one that finally convinces it to stop trying to like you know destroy everything in its path. But in its defense, though, it, I mean, humanity was just taking over its its habitat completely. So I understand, but and it's a good I feel episode. Like that just completes the trope of like the little girls singing to rescue everyone, you know, Mm. like it's true. 
It's true. It's insane. Turn to ash. <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, like the fucking scene where um. So this is in the Pokedex entry, which I thought was interesting that like they can use their little suckers. That's the scientific term. The little little suckers. <laughs> little suckers. They can use their little suckers to put it on and like send messages, like control the mind of whatever mm-hmm. they're they're sucking. So when they're so uh, Tentacool sucks off Meowth in that episode and talks to him. <laughs> So That's right. I forgot words. about the meowth. Yeah, I forgot about the meowth uh, brain he uses, slug. He uses meowth as his meowth. His mouth. <laughs> his, meowth his meowth piece. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. He's like, we the tentacruel. <laughs> uh, he's like, your shit oh, yeah. is fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boston accent. Yeah. <laughs> it was it. part of what cemented it for me too. Like when I caught my tentacruel and made it a tentacruel. My tentacruel in my mind, my head cannon was I had the giant one from the show. And I would look in the Pokedex and it would say, oh, it's five feet long or however long it is. Like, no, no, mine is 300 feet long and I ride him. (laughs) He's my pal. You look online and people still think to this day that, um, oh, I had no idea how big Tentacruel was. And he's only five foot three. So, um, (laughs) you know, he's not like a a skyscraper destroying. So Mine was. Yeah, yeah. Your no, Gamero's was. was. There's an don't, episode don't about. Yeah, there's a specific episode about Gamero's. <laughs> if you listen to the ending <laughs> credits, it's like Tentacruel, played by Gamero's Tentacruel. Level one hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the 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 one percent of all Tentacruels, just like Joey's Rattata. Yes. <laughs> um. So do you revisit? Because Tentacruel shows up in a shit ton of games, just like Zubat. When have you played more recent games? And if you do, do you uh, return to Tentacruel? Uh, it, usually I'm too min I was too min-maxy for it after that, where I was uh, all about Quagsire in Gold oh. Silver. Oh, mm. Desire the because of the Because of the typing, yeah. And so then I just started min-maxing. And now in my old age and my nostalgia, I'm just longing for, you know, I'm like, it's my rosebud. <laughs> like Tentacruel, come back to me. <laughs> I've snagged the quag. Now give yeah. me the tentacle. <laughs> you just have one for every Pokemon because that was way too quick. <laughs> I was watching a speedrunner by the name of Shenanigans, and he really does love Quagsire as well. Snagging the quag. Yeah, he just has such a lovable face. Yeah, yeah, it's... yeah. It's a little dopey. He's mm. cute. He's got a little bell bell too. Love that thing. He's like trash can shaped. Like it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> He's just you there. know. He's an odd shape. Yeah. In uh, the glitched ver- uh, speed run of, uh, I think, uh, I'm sorry, Diamond and Pearl, uh, I think they use a uh, Tentacruel for the speed run, or else they used to, where they did tweaking on the bike to get uh, underneath the uh, world map, and then they go directly into uh, an ocean where a lot of high-level Pokemon are. They use a Master Ball on a Tentacruel, and they beat the game with it. So, Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. Respect. Well, so, made it. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's there. He he's, a, he's a contender. So let's start at the beginning, shall we? With a uh, little Jilly. <laughs> yeah, little, little Jilly. Jilly. <laughs> Which for those of you who don't know, um, in the red and blue beta, that's was Tentacool's original name. It was supposed <laughs> to be Jilly. <laughs> 
which is really cute. No, I, Jilly the jellyfish. I kind of hate yeah. it. Does anyone else feel weird? I think it's cute. I think the next time I, ca- I, I catch a tentacle, I'm going to name it Jilly now. It's good. I want to name it Lil Jilly. Lil Jilly. There you yeah. go. Love it. I think it's like, like, in the same way there's like jacking off and like dudes <laughs> and jizz. Like when you jack off, you jizz. But when you jill off, you you make jilly. You little jilly. <laughs> you you make you make uh you make a mini tentacle. A little jilly. <laughs> I just when you put it that way, you just ruined it. There's just something. So you just made com- something up. Well, what are you, Shakespeare? It's, it, <laughs> there's something very cummy about it, and I don't like it. I don't know. Cummy? Yeah. Wait, is that an actual term for like when when women uh, masturbate, jilling off? Is that a thing? Yeah, I, I, I have heard that. that. I've yeah. heard that, right? I'm not crazy. I, I thought I thought that was a thing. I it's very and I funny. Mean, so the the joke, uh, my girlfriend's name is Jill, and then they make a J with their um, their uh, thumb and pointer finger, and I with their middle finger, and then two L's with their uh, pinky and their uh, ring finger, and they say that's my girlfriend, Jill. Um, oh wow! Um, <laughs> uh, Bo- boys in middle school. <laughs> those are the worst. Those are like the worst kind of things ever. Yeah. All they care about is dick jokes and Pokemon, like Tentacruel and Bulbasaur. Apparently, yeah. yeah. And, but then they grow up and they become respectable and they talk about how Jilly reminds them of semen on a <laughs> podcast about a children's game. Um, I just think it's a nice name for a, a, a cute, lovable friend. I agree. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> Tentacool doesn't look like a cute, lovable friend, necessarily. No, you're right there. <laughs> no, he looks fine. He's um, a little angry. He's uh, got a big old bulbous head. and He's got two little tentacles that come up above the water. Inke is a jilly. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yes. It's got a little smile and it's like, hey guys, what are we doing? You want to turn me upside down? <laughs> like, it's, but I don't know. Tentacool, great name. You hear them mm-hmm. saying it when they're swimming through. Like, it's very, it's got like, like Diglett energy too, where they're like, mm-hmm. Tentacruel, Tentacruel. Like, it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a blast. Um, and he was supposed I still to think have. Of Meowth. Oh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he was supposed to, his original design he was supposed to have a bunch of tentacles and then they pared them down to two well i think a, a part of that is because they wanted i think they couldn't decide if they wanted to have them resemble a squid or a jellyfish i think they kind of just molded them together um i read that somewhere that there is a there are some final touches of squid in this family oh look at oh, that yeah. little mustache now that's a jelly <laughs> oh that's cute yeah Isn't we're cute? looking at a picture of it now yeah and he's got this is the comparison all these extra oh wow i like it better like that dave dave is showing us a uh what is that a prototype tentacle it is in the beta so Where, that um, this is jilly technically because this is the the original okay so uh in between the the two prime tentacles is a basically mustache made out of uh smaller um uh probably made for finer work tentacles <laughs> kind of reminds me of like the samurai when they had like those pleated skirts mm, it's got yeah. like the like so it just kind of looks like it's got one of those going on 
I can do that. I'll dig that. That's cool. Yeah. It kind of also, too, reminds me of, like, the squid monsters from, like, Metal Slug, I think it is. Like, mm. I don't know. They've got, like, way more legs. Um, but um, I think it definitely kind of, like, looks more like the the B-horror movie monster that it, it uh, is supposed to resemble, you know? Definitely. Ooh, could you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, so like Tentacool is kind of based off of like a Godzilla-like monster. Uh, you know, they're specifically called bug-eyed monsters. Um, is like the specific uh, trope of these things. And I mean, Tentacool having the episode definitely makes sense now that like it was this this monster destroying a, a, a city. You know, um, and a lot of those Godzilla movies and things like that. It was also very much tied to mankind fucking up the world. Right. And like yeah. the natural habitats. Right. Yeah. And I mean, tentacle being able to like shoot lasers and in, in the episode and stuff. I mean, it even like blew up a boat from, from in the, uh, in the episode I saw. Well, I mean, the lasers are obviously according to the Pokedex, uh, created through uh it bending sunbeams in its uh aqua like body because it's 99 percent water yeah can we talk about that <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't They're, make any sense they they really try uh i mean they 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 make tentacle to be like kind of touching uh like like psychic adjacent where it has those um red orbs that are sort of prevalent on psychic Pokemon. And then, yeah, one in the center of its, like between yeah. its eyes, like the it represents the third eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, the Pokedex entry says, you know, I, I don't know what's going on here. It's probably like sunlight or something that it bends in its like water body or something. It makes no sense. <laughs> what does it sound like yeah. the Pokedex didn't do its homework? I don't know. Yeah, it's I like... think it, it gets a little weird with, with the anatomy. I think it tries to do too many things with tentacle and it just couldn't make up its mind because there was another thing I read. It said uh, it's made of 99% water and the remaining 1% contains the organ that makes its poison. Yeah. So it's like, all right, so we got light beams, poison, but 99% water. It's uh, also a poison and water type, but right. I mean, the water type must mm-hmm. be really big in comparison to the 1% yeah. poison. 1% but, poison versus 99% water. Okay. Yeah, but like, but I actually, I actually looked it up and jellyfish are actually are 98% water. And are they like, really? Yeah. No. And apparently too, um, they um, can't like necessarily trace back how far they've existed for because they don't leave fossils behind because they're just mm. water. So yeah. like there are all these really cool jellyfish facts that I like looked up for this episode just because like I was jellyfish are so did. so <laughs> weird. But I agree that I think they tried to combine like squids being able to like kind of camouflage themselves into them being able to like refract light where because like jellyfish are a lot different from how they explain a tentacle yeah right because like real jellyfish they don't they shoot their lasers differently than the oh, sun. Yeah. <laughs> so so what else did you learn about jellyfish um so um the box jellyfish which is one of the potential jellyfish that tentacle is based off of um they have 24 eyes um nice. 
Yeah, so they have two real eyes, which are basically like retinas and corneas, and so like able to actually process images. Um, And those eyes are located on the top and the bottom of the jellyfish. And then it has about like 20 to 22 other um, like lesser eyes that can just sort of like sense where light is coming from. And Mm -hmm. they use that to kind of like orient themselves. Apparently these box jellyfish also have an organ that they use to sense the direction of gravity. Whoa. Um, Yeah. Um, and despite being like at maximum eight inches wide, their tentacles can be 10 feet long and have been responsible for 80 fatalities since like the 1800s, one of which happened in February of this year. Damn. Yeah. Somebody died from a box jellyfish sting. That's embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) But like, but then (laughs) that's, here's the other, oh, sorry. I was going to say like, how long ago is this? Sample size for 80 people. Okay. Yeah. Since it's been since the 1800s. So like, you know, 200 years of recorded history. Yeah. Do some quick math. It's like once Um, every two or three years, we're losing a person to jellyfish. Yeah. I I think they said like the one before this one in 2021 happened in like 2007. So definitely not often, but apparently it is a lot worse for children to be uh, sent by a jellyfish. And people, I'll I'll talk about it more in Tentacruel, but people do get stung a lot by jellyfish. I got Um, stung. Did you? Yeah, in Florida. Did you die? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's dead. You had to pee on it though, right? Oh no, I'm just always covered in a fine layer of piss. So I was (laughs) going to say, you you have to pee on them. I actually do have. It's not a, very effective. <laughs> no, it's it's a myth. Acid armor. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I have an extensive list of what to do in case you get a uh, bitten by a tentacruel. There... I, I have just one more fact that like blew my mind because have you ever thought about how jellyfish reproduce? Uh, no. All the time, every day. <laughs> okay. okay, so. So jellyfish like release their you know reproductive things jilly. into the ocean. They're jilly. Yeah, they're jilly <laughs> into the ocean, and somehow, some way, it must connect, and it forms this like little polyp-like thing, which like actually kind of looks like a cradilly almost. Okay, like, oh. just like a little stocky thing. So like a craw dildo. That... <laughs> yeah, and like cradilly jilly. The top. <laughs> The top part just kind of like sticks out and like, you know, eats whatever plankton come across and it just kind of like puffs like a flower petal and eventually it just pops off and is a jellyfish. So they kind of like start off as these like plant stalks and then the plant stalks just pop out jellyfish like their petals into the ocean. That's it. Um, So they're so they're technically asexual then, huh? I mean, no, because they do have sexual organs and will release their stuff into the ocean. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, they don't really need to like be in Fornicate, contact. I yeah. See. Um, the, the one thing I've learned a lot about researching Pokemon is uh, just how uh, differently every single thing on this god's green earth fucks like yeah (laughs) that and also like i don't know just how cool the actual animals these Mm -hmm. things are based off of are like we have pokemon in our backyard you know Mm -hmm. yeah uh we just didn't 
give a hoot and we they, they care can't if they learn died. fire spin yeah. <laughs> this podcast yeah, I, is also like it's like zoo books after dark <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i i do really like the more research i do with this podcast i do really appreciate um the in-depth research some um some that's of some of the pokemon that they go into like like caterpie for example there's a legit species of caterpie in real life and i thought that was so cool you know mm. um but I, I really do appreciate that about pokemon yeah, they, they did the research so that we can get rich off of it. <laughs> this, Not that we make anything off of this, this podcast, but, you know, maybe one day. By... <laughs> yeah, Squarespace. If you have an idea, make it. Build it, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you have pubes? We have a lawnmower. <laughs> what about you if your dick don't go? Would you like a blue helmet? <laughs> Please use our uh, Rodham lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> um tentacruel has two tentacles tentacool tentacool that's the one see i'm already <laughs> fucking it up because i was gonna say tentacruel definitely does not have two tentacles oh, yeah. it gets, yeah. they get hog wild on that shit <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely nuts uh the um the only thing that i had to um really got my uh goose going for uh tentacool is uh my eyes actually went towards that uh tentacool is part of the water three egg type so egg types of course are um you know pokemon are uh have different types of course for their uh attacking and defending but they also have different types that are never specified in game for breeding uh so (laughs) for whatever reason there's like a whole bunch of like fleshed out egg groups and then for water types because i think water types are the most prevalent type in pokemon um there's a water one group a water two group and a water three group water one group being um amphibians Water two group being uh, fishes, and water three uh, being uh, invertebrates. So that's so interesting. That was something I learned today. And then, of course, uh, Ditto has its own egg group, the Ditto egg group. The horniest. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I'll go into egg groups later, but I just started scratching the surface, and I thought it was so interesting because I knew that the water types. Water Pokemon were the most common Pokemon, but it was so common that they have <laughs> three different egg groups. And I can uh, I can definitely confirm that they're the most common because I uh, I organize our um, Pokemon cards. Oh my goodness! And I I organize them by type, but like not just by like card like TCG type, but you know like um, like fairy and dragon and 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 like all of the types, steel, all of that, ghost, ice, like all of that. Um, we have the most water types. Oh my goodness, the water! We have like a, we can have a whole box of just water cards. It's insane. I need them. Did you guys know with egg groups? I don't think we've discussed this, but one of the most bizarre things is that Whale Lord can breed with Skitty. Yes, <laughs> Whale Lord is literally one hundred times bigger than Skitty. I think it's because yeah. they are both part of the fairy egg group for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Gardevoir and Muck can breed. 
Um, yeah, we've all been on DeviantArt, Steven. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, <laughs> if you've been on Tumblr, you know what to breed with what. <laughs> oh man, we said that, and those uh, the the chokes with boobs just flashed back into my brain. <laughs> I thought they were gone. <laughs> I don't look never up... escape <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't look up the uh, images of Pokemon while I'm researching, just in case I get any insight into the uh, number of cards. Oh, oh you don't yeah. have to do that. Keeping it honest. Yeah. I need to. <laughs> I need to be pure. <laughs> you know, I, I will say though, it's it, it is really hard to actually guess how many cards there are in the tcg just by looking on like google images or things like that and like because like you all know what artwork there are for certain pokemon but there are so many other cards that you just don't even think about so that you forget exist so i could never guess and i look at the card art all the time um, so, but thanks for keeping it honest i like i like uh, i like an honest game maybe maybe <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll i'll shift my stance eventually but not for first gen First yeah. gen, Fair I enough. think I have such yeah. a, such a leg up on. So I feel um, like we glossed over it, and I'd like to get back to it. We didn't, or should we save it for the tentacruel part where you got bit by a jellyfish? Oh <laughs> no, it was in it was Florida. It was late. I was in the ocean. Uh, Carl from the Every Effin FF <laughs> podcast was there. Tell uh, me more. He, he was there. It, it was after a <laughs> wedding. That was and before the unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I uh, filled my pockets with we just, with cans of beer and a bottle of champagne. And while we were <laughs> chugging beer and bottles of champagne in the ocean at past midnight, uh, I got stung on the freaking leg. I think it was in my leg. Yeah, I got stung on my leg by a, a jellyfish. And I think Carl wanted to pee on me. And I was like, nah. And then I just had like a little burn. Like a little so they mark. wanted to steal your alcohol. Is that that's what you're <laughs> yeah. saying? Yeah, it was kind of cool. There was a lot of those like bioluminescent like things oh, wow. in the water where like you look down and if you like move your arm in the water real fast, you see it glow like green. So you really got nice. bit by a miracle. <laughs> I sure did. Got bit by an angel. <laughs> well, and and the the jellyfish doesn't even need to be alive for it to sting you too because I really? I read that like the the um like severed tentacles just floating in the ocean can still even sting you for like weeks after wow that's impressive it's it's all based off of like a nerve it's basically contact, like yeah. yeah the 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 uh arm hits you and it releases like this tiny little harpoon yeah, that just well, like stings you they're and called it, uh nematocytes yeah and they they can even sometimes inject venom which oh, can like cause an allergic reaction, um, which is why they could become deadly. Yeah, it's basically well, yeah an allergic reaction. It causes uh, severe dermatitis. Uh, for the Portuguese man of war, uh, it resembles being struck by a whip. Damn. Um, and the best way of treating it is obviously, if you got stung and it really hurts, just go to the hospital. Um, you know, we live in the United States. You have to pay out the ass, but go to the hospital. Um, <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> if you have the chance, go to a European hospital. So just jump yeah. on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're close to either border, you're probably going to be better off. But um... well, you're already in the ocean, so just start swimming. <laughs> there you go. Do I swim up or down? Yeah. <laughs> um, what you uh, could do uh, is 
um, either flush it with seawater to try to flush off those nematocytes or uh, take a razor blade and some shaving cream and try to shave off in one stroke the nematocytes as well. And then you have to clean off the razor blade so you don't embed them again. And then you can shave again. Um, And then um, it's kind of a toss-up whether or not you would want to uh, put ammonia or uh, vinegar on there. Uh, But you can definitely put cortisone if you have it or um, a warm compress on there. Also... um, for, for fuck's sake, I am not a doctor. I read this off of Wikipedia. Uh, don't, don't sue me. Peter, don't you know? Have you been on Facebook recently? Going on Wikipedia makes everyone a doctor. Yeah, everyone's yeah. a genius. Yeah, everyone knows everything about everything medical related now. Yeah. But to be they fair. They read it on Google. If your kid gets stung, also bring them immediately to the doctor. I'm just waiting for that one news story. Like, I heard on this Pokemon podcast about how to get rid of it, and it, it didn't work. Yeah, They're going to be hearing for me. I shaved my leg and I was emotionally traumatized because I, I took off all the hair on my body and my body hair is so precious. Wait guys, do <laughs> you want to know a good prank? Uh, I heard if you get stung by a jellyfish, you should shave off one of your eyebrows. Waka <laughs> Do you know what's crazy too, to think about? The whole like pee on the jellyfish was probably a rumor started by like a lifeguard with a piss fish. <laughs> I saw it for the first time in The Comeback Kid, a Ben Stiller movie. That's where I get I mean, all of my science. Yeah. <laughs> Zoolander, all, all these classic science films. Can yeah. you milk me, fucker? <laughs> it, it's supposed to be like, oh, there's ammonia in pee, so yeah. like you can use the pee to like, but it's it doesn't work like that. Like yeah. It's like warm compress ammonia. Oh, I'm just going to pee all over you. It's like if you're See, into getting peed on, get peed on. Just don't do it for medical reasons. Don't hide yeah. behind the jellyfish. Save it for your wet work. Just just keep suggesting dates on the beach at midnight. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, ow, listen, if oh, you're, this happens a lot. If you're into peeing on yourself, then that's cool, man. Like, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm cool with anything anybody supports, but it's not going to help your jellyfish sting. Or do you think it was just one macho guy who peed on himself when he got bit by a jellyfish and he was like, oh, I heard this helps. Yeah. <laughs> it's helped. I was, I was just trying to, you know, do that. I, that my doctor told me. Do it. Yeah. I, I remember my father telling me that uh, in the, <laughs> this was way back in the day, but in the, the Mets locker room, the, uh, the MLB Mets, um, they used to pee on their feet to pre- prevent warts from showing up. Ew, really? Yeah. And the, they would pee on their hands to like make oh. them rougher. Yeah, better so for baseball. Gripping the bats, and yeah. nobody That's would want to shake their hands. <laughs> Good game. That's why they got mitts. Yeah, <laughs> and they peed in pee their mouths their just to That's get why, yeah. the taste for the smack talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they throw away every baseball after they're like done with it. <laughs> They just throw it into the crowd and they laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they pee on their hands for better grip or when they play the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good game. Oh. Good game. <laughs> now I know why Shea Stadium smells like piss. <laughs> <laughs> just the Mets. Oh, it's City Field now. Uh, 
more like shitty field. I bet they shit on their feet <laughs> to avoid. No, I have nothing. No, nothing against the Mets. It's just shit pee field. Yeah, I heard if you poop onto the jellyfish, it won't sting you. <laughs> uh, that would seem like animal cruelty. Um, speaking of cruelty, Tentacool <laughs> isn't so cool anymore and becomes Tentacruel. Yeah, seventy-two becomes seventy-three. Jesus Christ, 70s? Yeah, we're up yeah. there, guys. Yeah. We're, we're oh, almost halfway the there. Oh, and both of these are also known as the jellyfish Pokemon uh, for people who are checking their Pokedex. <laughs> Dexter. <laughs> and for any Minmaxers out there, yes, I do realize that I had a terrible psychic weakness on my 100, level 100 <laughs> team. So Mewtwo was not very fun later. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair... Um, to be fair. To be fair. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for that. Every team had a psychic weakness in Gen 1. Touche. Yeah. Special defense? What is special defense? Yeah, it's just like, watch out, I have a Scyther. It's like, cool, <laughs> what moves does he know? You got one. <laughs> but it's it's interesting that this Pokemon is the jellyfish Pokemon because um, I found out recently um the we already discussed it kind of the portuguese man of war um is not a jellyfish Ooh, what is it yeah so the portuguese man of war is something called um oh let me let me find the name real quick but it's it's basically a colony animal it's not just one thing what the fuck it's a group of animals connected together it's a voltron um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, they are called siphonophores, uh, and Damn. basically, <clears throat> I've been to Sephora. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this particular one, the Man of War, is um, like the top part that just floats around um, is one animal, and then the tentacles are a different animal. Um, and like, it's, it's kind of like, uh, almost like a coral reef. Like oh. it's, it's all one thing, like it's all connected together, but, um, it just expresses itself into different parts that are all connected into one colony. I don't know if that yeah. makes sense. Just like I am, uh, 70% water and most of my other parts are just bacteria in my, uh, large and small intestine. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it, it's like um, it, it's really cool because the Portuguese man of war is like one of these types of things. But I looked at another one that just looks like this giant red like tube that just floats through the ocean and just like collects stuff and yeah. eats it. And like there's all these like different types of animals like this that are not just one animal. It's like a collection of animals together. Um, these siphonophores like two kids um, in a trench coat yeah <laughs> like yeah exactly um one's the legs and one's the arms <laughs> yeah. um but um these things are crazy because they sting ten thousand people every summer in australia Fuck. holy moly yeah and um well, Australia, they, though, Australia for bad. It's like New Game Plus there all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like they have the same shit we do, but it's like they're a different color. 
uh, of their sprite, and they're like up <laughs> three attack and have poison. It's just always a nuzlocke there. It is. They always, yeah, yeah. They always wear little blue shirts with lobsters on them. <laughs> Sorry, That's Steven. A... No, no, no. It, it's Wait. just they—they uh, they also are interesting too because um, they are um, right-handed or left-handed. What? What? Yeah. How so can the, that be determined? By so tentacles? these no, these by their Portuguese. signature. You put a you put a pencil in its tentacle <laughs> and wait to see. Yeah, Satan no. usually d- dictates w- whether or not you use your right hand or your yes. wrong hand. The the sinful ones <laughs> are left handed, and the righteous are right handed. Um, as our grandfather was told. Yeah. Um, no. Um. These these um you know animals um they grow in such weird ways that their tentacles will either hang to the right side or to the left side oh same and because (laughs) (laughs) because um they um are just blown around by the wind they don't have anything on their body to actually propel them in the water um because they are blown around by the wind they will sometimes be blown in different directions depending on whether they hang to the right side or to the left side um but but i thought that was interesting because in tentacles like pokedex they kind of talk about how he kind of just floats around and um it's because like yeah some of these things they don't move at all they just let the ocean current take them wherever they go ocean hippies (laughs) (laughs) they're the ocean grateful dead followers (laughs) damn so what why like are they just like collecting (laughs) like krill and shit that like you know the ocean is just full of snacks are they just one of those guys that's just floating around eating snacks all day and wait, yeah, people. Their, their tentacles. <laughs> their... Man, we could really all relate with uh, a yeah. jellyfish. That's and... my favorite. Yeah, 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 and whatever. Oh, I forgot the name of it already. The animal that is combined with other animals. A what Voltron. is it called? Cephalosaurus. The manowar. No, yeah. What? What's the manowar called again, Stephen? It's. I'm pulling it up again because I already. Siphonophore. Siphonophore. I think we can all relate to a siphonophore. Um. So. So these siphonophores. One of the things about them too is that, like, the Portuguese manowar. Yeah, it's got these like 30 feet long tentacles that just float below it and sting things and kill them and then pull up and get eaten by the other part of the animals. Um you know, the part that like digests, but there was this other one that was like this amazing looking like sea dragon. It almost looked like, but these things can apparently be like 150 feet long and they have these tiny little like angler fish probes that they will use to like pull small fish and plankton up and eat them. And they, um, they're named after like sea sirens. Um, yeah. I just found this thing and my like whole fucking brain went to hell. They look like Metroid villains. <laughs> they look like fireworks in underwater. <laughs> if if you can Google it, look up siphonophores and yeah, like you will be like aliens exist on Earth already. Yeah. Like Yeah. That's that's freaky looking. Ugh. I hate nope. the, the ocean fucking yeah, I'm sucks. Good. Well, well you, the ocean's you I weren't, think you weren't keen on the ocean before, so 
Mm-hmm. I think the ocean is the scariest place you could ever be, especially deep sea. Like there's some fucked shit down there that I just am not interested in, in seeing ever in my life or experiencing. Yeah, the ocean is a fucked up place. Yeah, between like anglerfish and goblin sharks and all those weird big teeth and the fact that you take like a movement penalty to go about all D&D on it <laughs> like, at the half speed down there. <laughs> like there's no way I could outrun anything underwater. Yeah, the ocean yeah, like, I don't separated like... Jack and Rose, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, I don't understand what this um whole whole thing obsession to go into space like go into the fucking deep like deep ocean floor like there's some fucked shit down there that I don't know that if you want to get like your your panties in a bunch about something weird like there's yeah. stuff in this on this blue green earth that you can find that will freak it's, you out plenty you know send really Bezos cool to the Marianas Trench yeah, That's yeah. how about you go say. to the deep floor uh, <laughs> ocean floor Jeff Bezos yeah you know? have your dick ship fuck the trench (laughs) well i was just watching a video too recently that was talking about how like we don't even know where eels reproduce they just apparently go to the bermuda triangle (laughs) and actually just like disappear as old eels and then like young eels come out and it's like what the hell they just collect his theory on that one like hey hey google where do eels fuck yeah (laughs) they just like cut up the big eels to smaller eels yeah where they just like revert in age and uh turn into young eels again they find the uh fountain of youth they regenerate like doctor who there you go yeah oh this eel has a scarf (laughs) they are the scarf if you go to the deepest trenches, you could still find microplastics, so... Oh, that's yes. fucking horrible. And they found it at the top of um, Mount Everest, too, I think, in the disgusting. snow. Disgusting. We are disgusting. A well, disgusting, disgusting species. Yeah, but I need my little plastic beads so that I can wash my, my grundle real good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if the apocalypse is coming, you may as well have a clean grundle for it. <laughs> Mom always well, said, <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> advice my dad gave me on my wedding day, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the apocalypse is coming. <laughs> Wash your grundle. Well, if the ocean ever fights back, it'll be a tentacruel who comes. Yeah. Uh, also, it's important to have a clean grundle if you're a tentacle because you are you have an eyeball on the bottom of you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Top and bottom. Top and bottom. You got your grundle mm-hmm. eye. Nothing gets past <laughs> that. I wonder how- Open your grundle. Yeah, what are you looking at? Back of my balls. <laughs> I wonder how long it takes tentacruel to clean all of its tentacles because it has Ooh, yeah. fourteen. It has fourteen exposed tentacles, but it has eighty total. Yeah, that's why it's not allowed in a school zone. It'll get fourteen. Go to jail fourteen times for exposing itself. For, no, it would go to no eighty times. There's eighty tentacles. No, but like I have one dick, and as long as it's not exposed, I'm fine. Oh, you can't arrest him for the dicks he's not showing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> you can't arrest him for the dicks he's not showing. <laughs> what, what kind of jazz strategy is that? Oh, you have to listen to the notes they're not playing. Yeah. It's about the dicks you can't see. Tapping yeah. forehead. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a lot of tentacles. 80 tentacles. That's a lot. The one thing that really scared me again researching this is that I remembered the episode and the uh, villain of the episode was uh, Nastina. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I forgot all about her until I looked her up again. Very, 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 very scary woman. Uh, She was, uh, for the listeners, trying to create a beach resort in uh, Porta Vista 
which uh, is not in Gen 1, but um, somewhere, uh, you know, in the anime. And um, that was being uh, constructed on the the ground of Tentacruel and Tentacruel, and they started destroying it. I, like, I, don't for, I forget what happens after <laughs> One of the crazy things is after they learned, like, all the people are just kind of like, oh, cool, yeah, we should save the environment. This is all nice. And Tentacruel was, like, fine and chill. Didn't Nastina come out with, like, a bazooka? Like, everybody, yeah. the only guns that really exist in Pokemon were bazookas. Like, everybody just had one. And she just, like, started shooting well, I mean, if you're the in the Pokemon universe and uh, things could get hotter than the sun or, uh, you know, cooler than the void or bring you down into hell uh, if they look at you funny, uh, you'd be carrying a bazooka, too. And yeah, and that thing, too, like the iconic scene of the Tentacruel just like slapping up against that building that's in the theme song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that <sighs> scene's from it. Yeah. So sick. So sick. Did Nastina, like, does she die at the end? Do they, like, carry her away into the ocean or some shit? No, she gets team rocketed, uh, like, by the tentacruel. Because she goes up and she gets in her tank and, like, pattens it up and, like, starts firing at the tentacruel. And the tentacruel is like, I'm nature and nature is more powerful than man always. And slam. And then she gets knocked away into another part of the beach. And she lands on one of the other villains from another episode. Uh, which was looked exactly like her, Brutella. Oh, yeah. So she gets knocked into it, and it turns out, like, oh, hi, I'm the other villain from the other one that also didn't like nature or something. I forgot what she what her deal was. Uh, Just like when the two victory bells smashed in midair. So <laughs> apparently in the Japanese versions, um, Nastina, well, Brutella's first, and her name, they just called her Hag. And then when they refer to Nastina, who looks exactly the same, they just call her Hag too. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Crazy. Crazy. The things yeah. you learn on, on yeah. Bulbapedia. It was Nast- called Hag 2 in the US. In Japan, it was called Doki Doki Penny. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was called uh, Hag 4. Hag USA. Yeah. Hag 4 in Japan, <laughs> Hag 2 in. Yeah. Um, oh wait, Nastina had like ma- little boy servants. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she had like two little pigtails, and then she had like yeah, like a an army of men. It's like if like Angelica from Rugrats became like R. Kelly. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. super oh, fucked up. Oh my god! I think Rugrats just turned thirty years old this oh, year. Oh my god! And those are ten years old boys. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> no chest hair. Yeah, they were trying to get their. They were trying to be Pokemon masters, and then they got <laughs> sidetracked by Angelica. This is like the Griffith origin story in Berserk. It is. You know, oh my I, god! I I read once. I think I read this on Tumblr. There was some like fan fiction about Rugrats and Angelica. How like the whole show was like a schizophrenic dream yeah. that Angelica was having, and like her, she was like, I, I don't know. There was some persona that she was embodying with her doll Cynthia. There was like some real big trend a couple years ago on Tumblr where like people just started being like every show like Full House mm-hmm. is some like messed Fever up dream of, yeah you know 
or the woodchuck like, <laughs> Muppet Babies is actually about like the opioid epidemic or something. I don't know. I like, was, ev- make everything dark and gritty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was reading today about uh, people's Stardew Valley uh, dark, deep uh, things that they believed, and one of them was uh, your mate, your player character died at Joja Mart at his desk in the beginning of the game and it's just his dying wish that he goes back to his childhood farm or something like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so um I mean what think anything to <laughs> what is in Rugrats is uh when Stu's going to make pudding and for some reason he's dressed up as Spike Spiegel <laughs> in the original series. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> He's randomly dressed up as Spike Spiegel <laughs> for a scene. He's like water. Yeah. <laughs> just like just like tentacle and tentacruel. Yeah. Um, 99% well. water, 1% Spike. <laughs> yeah. You fr- fract lasers out of you. Um, one, two, three. I'm water. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's peanut butter and jelly jam. Um, the only other thing I have to say about uh, Tentacruel is that uh, competitively, he is a good Pokemon. He's a bulky water. Um, he's got a lot of utility. Uh, he can set down entry hazards and also get rid of entry hazards. And entry hazards are a stupid thing that was introduced in Gen 2. Uh, spikes, Stealth mm. Rock, uh, Sticky Web... Stuff that when you switch out a lot, your Pokemon comes in and either takes damage or has reduced speed. I like um, them. Yeah, I You're mean, part of the problem. no, but like, <laughs> I had brother, an older brother, so I'd be like, "Hooray, Charizard's out!" And he'd be like, "All right, I just switched to Blastoise," and I'd be like, "Oh man, all right, I switched to Venusaur," and he's like, "All right, I switched to Growlithe," and I'm like, "Oh man," and you just do that forever. <laughs> so at least this way, it's like, come on, dude. Fucking yeah. get some shit done. Think think about your move before you do it. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, Tentacruel can set down toxic spikes, and he's also a rapid spinner. And rapid spin is a move that does negligible damage, but can also get rid of all the entry hazards. So, um, yeah, also learns a, a whole bunch of different good offensive moves. Um so a contender, a good a good Pokemon. You can use him competitively. Um, he's also got a big nose. Do we talk about he that? He really does. It's oh, it's yeah, actually a pincher. It's like a beak because the you don't really see the beak the that is uh congruent with it on the back. Some photos you'll see it. There's one in the front and the back. I think oh, it's supposed yeah, to be like yeah. pincers. It kinda looks like- yeah, right. Yeah, but I always thought of it as like a big old nose, a big schnoz. Definitely a big schnoz. Mm-hmm. He uh, he has it in his Gen 1 sprite, and I always didn't see it because it's behind his two uh, tentacle arms that are like crossed across his chest. Like he's mm-hmm. like like a big tough macho man. So I was thinking like the B-boy rapper stance. Yeah. yeah. So it's like me uh, taking my two arms and crossing them right over my nose, um, <laughs> so as to hide it. Squidward. <laughs> well, you know where you can see him is in Pokemon Snap, and I just want to say that that part in the new Pokemon Snap where you're floating through all the tentacles was uh, beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I have some four star shots there. 
I that that whole area just like seeing the mantine like swimming in like a group mm-hmm. and everything uh, just warms my heart. Beautiful. Is there a jump scare in that part? There's like a part where you go into like the deep depths of the ocean, and that part honestly is a little creepy to me. Uh, but um, I don't know about jump scare. Isn't there like a, a I think you you showed me because I still haven't played it, but. Uh, even though I pre-ordered it, uh, the like uh, wishy-washy and its schooling form like jumps out at you or something like that. Uh, kind of, yeah. Again, it's just like you're kind of in the deep dark ocean, and when you see the big wishy-washy, it's creepy to me because deep dark ocean stuff is creepy. Yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah. I hate that shit. I went to a rabbit hole the other night where I was just watching <laughs> the mosasaur. Uh, you know, Jurassic World, how they made that real, real, real big fish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched like everything about that thing. I hate it, but I can't stop watching it. I <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. Hate Isn't the that the thing? Like the things you're scared of, you just like can't help but look at online. Well, there's a word. There's a word for it. It's hydromechaphobia. Yep. And that is the worst. That's something I learned. I was just like, oh, that's the word for my fucking torture for myself. Like. The idea well, of getting always... in the water with old like with like hydraulic things and mechanical robots and shit for like amusement parks like nah, don't know. Yeah, I've always hated like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Walt Disney World. I used to tell this to people all the time, um, but like there's just something about like mechanisms under the water that are like turning yep. and just i do not like there's a video there's a bunch of videos online that'll be like here's 10 really fucking fucked up hydromechaphobia like things from around the world well for me i think it just started with the universal studios jaws ride and i didn't even go on it somebody just explained it to me and i was like that is my new nightmare (laughs) yeah yeah I also don't like dinosaur, big ro- dinosaur robots because I went on the ones as a kid and like they're they'll like reach over the boat and like scream. But I'm like, what if like it shifted because it's old and it does its scream and bite and just fucking rips your head off? Like, I don't want to be there and touch it. It's filled with gears and it's like, yeah, I hate oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hated Space Mountain, too, because if you've ever seen it with all the lights on, it's a pretty compact coaster. Yeah. And me being a tall person, I was like. I mean, I'm not the tallest, but I'll definitely be the one who gets decapitated. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, six foot two is the top, uh, yeah, <laughs> top one today. Your head's off. I mean, I'm too tall to be a uh, astronaut. I think so. I'm too dumb. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only thing preventing me is my height. <laughs> That's it. I believe I'm too that. Hot. They'd fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. We've gone through the water of the episode, and now we're at that 1% poison. Sarah, would you like to play that card game? I would, but I first want to mention that I think this is one of the most handsome-looking shiny Pokemon out there. Yeah, I had that too. Yeah. It's actually different. Yeah, it is. It's uh, got the, the bulbs on its head turn green. 
goes from red to green. It has, um, its body turns like this nice lavender periwinkle purple. And then its tentacles are like a nice ivory color. And it just, I don't know, like when I'm looking at it and all the colors together, they just look so pleasing. And they're just that much more different than the original that I really appreciate this shiny. So whoever created the shiny colors for this family did a really, really top-notch job. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, good. <laughs> Anytime. Kudos, Peter. It leans into the poison side of it. It does. Yeah. It does. It's really, really gorgeous. It's um, the 1%. Being... Yeah. yeah, there you go. The 1% poison. Yeah. I think I'd be a, just maybe 1% less afraid of it if I saw it in real life. <laughs> but anyway, it is that time of the night, guys. Let's play our game, our TCG Guess How Many Card game. And we'll start with Tentacool. Uh, Gamero, as the guest, you can guess first. Uh, Tentacool is pretty popular. I'm going to guess, let's say... 18 tentacles. All right, we got 18 on the board. Who's next? I'm going to go uh, 20. All right, 20. You got 18, 20. 21. 21 and? <laughs> uh, 14. Yo, Steven, I don't know. Did you do a little too much research on this one? No, I just because, guessed. Because 14 is a correct answer. Oh, wow. Like on the money correct answer. Uh, wow. Yeah, so 14 tentacle cards, and they debuted in Fossil Expansion. Oh, yeah. I refracted sunlight to get that answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, all right. Moving on to Tentacruel. So now we have a little bit of perspective. So we have 14 tentacles. So, Gamero, how many tentacles do we have? I just want to preface this with saying that I'm so mad at the tentacruel that came out. Because imagine me loving tentacruel, didn't get love in the first expansion, didn't get love in Jungle... Fossil comes out. Here comes Tentacruel. What moves does he have? First of all, he's got like 60 HP. And he has one move. Uh, he has one move that is a coin flip. It's to maybe confuse the enemy. And another one, his big attack, two water, does 10 damage and poisons. That's it. My big, bulky, level 100 boy can do 10 damage. You know what? And Destroy so this Pokemon. That <laughs> is the worst Pokemon card I've ever heard of in my life. Look it up. But I think Misty's Tentacruel, like when they had the Gym Leader expansions, I think those got really good. Like, I think they showed some love there. It wasn't. But I just wanted to say I was so mad because I was so looking forward to Tentacruel getting a card and they let me down. It wasn't a hollow, too. There was no hollow no. for it. It was an uncommon. But the art, really cool. The art was cool. Yeah. That was the only redeeming quality. But yeah. I would say there's probably. Did he have. Yeah. Yeah. I remember buying my first pack of uh, fossil cards from the a Toys R Us store in New York. Mm, I remember getting mine at Funko Land. Remember Funko Land? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Funko Land was the best. Um, I think this is actually our first family that is debuting in the fossil expansion so far. Yeah, I don't think probably. we've had any Pokemon yeah. before, before these guys that have debuted here. About Zubat. Ooh. No. Zubat. No, I think Zubat was also in. I think Zubat was jungle. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I'll say um 16. Okay. 16, Peter? Uh uh 13. <laughs> okay, 13, Dave? Uh 14. 14 and Steven. 12. All right, this time I have to give it to the other brother, Peter, right in the money, Yay! 13 tentacles. Oh, I'm also so the fossil. I'm so good. <laughs> Come 
Lucky number 13. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I did it. I was like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling lucky. 13. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all I got on my, uh, my tentacool, tentacruel fam fam. Yeah. Oh man, I love having a guest. It makes uh, podcast recording so easy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's... You're always welcome, Gamero. Thank you so much for being with us. It was such a pleasure. Yeah, pick yeah, your third favorite Pokemon. Come on. Yeah. Uh, those are all legendaries, though. I think because that was basically what my team was. My team was like, okay, I have my I have my two utility Pokemon, and then Glamour Pokemon. Yeah, well, <laughs> and Glamour. I had of my course. Zapdos. I had my Articuno, and then I had Moltres, and Moltres was terrible. Because yeah. Moltres, like, level 51, Zapdos learns Thunder. Level 51, Articuno learns Blizzard. Level 51, Moltres learns Leer. Yeah, Moltres <laughs> is trash in, uh, in the first gen. gen. Yeah. But, so, like, not for nothing, though, Moltres looks so dope now in Sword and Shield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks, I mean, looks he, so he good. Looks good in... But he also looks really bad in, yeah. in first gen. So he had a, he yeah. had a lot to gain. At least it had a glow up eventually. And Articuno, oh, man, what a stud now, too. Yeah, I think Zapdos with Drill Pack though might be my third favorite. I love Zapdos. Yeah. Well, I remember the, also uh, the min maxing main max boy over here was like electric flying. Ha <laughs> No the, weaknesses now. The the original Pokemon uh, Red Blue uh, speed runs used a combination of Blastoise and Zapdos. So I I'm always like, oh yeah, go to Zapdos and then hit the Elite Four immediately. Um. But yeah, uh, what I wanted to say was, uh, of course, legendary Pokemon for a legendary guest. So. Aww. Hey, and a legendary Mario Kart player. Yeah. <laughs> Gamero, uh, Gamero gives me a run for my money with Mario Kart. I'm, I'm just forever. I, I have other friends that are way better than I like. I have friends that are really good at Mario Kart and friends that are really good at fighting games. So when I go out into the wild, I always think I'm trash at these games. And then, like, I end up just steamrolling. I'm like, oh, no, I'm terrible at Smash Brothers. And then I'll just destroy people. I'm like, oh, no, you guys should play my buddy Dan, though. He's real good. Damn. Well, you're a it's fellow like, shy uh, guy, so it feels good. Oh, yeah. Every now and then. It's like I all the way. Ever since Mario Tennis, I've been a shy guy, Stan. It's like Krillin being the weakest Z-warrior, um, but the strongest human alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the Krillin of, of Mario Kart, yes. <laughs> In looks and ability. <laughs> I love Krillin. Aww. Well, yeah, Krillin. Yeah. I there... meant that in a good way. Krillin is foxy. I love him. Well, and he got the android at the end, so. Yeah. Sure did. Yeah, buddy. So, uh, Gamera, is there anything you'd like to plug? Any uh, where the people can find you if you want to be found? Um, no, just my Twitter account, I guess. Gamero says, S-A-Y-S. Uh, if you guys appreciate a lot of, you know, Garfield humor and, <laughs> and retweeting of uh daycare dittos and final fantasy podcasts so uh yeah other than that i don't really have much of an online presence as it is but thank yeah feel free to come say hi thank you for being you can fan. find him uh find him on frostwood fridays oh uh, yeah you look up carl germ on twitch um friday his girlfriend listener and future guest frostwad so yeah uh they do a fun show and that's where we learned to love and spend time with the Gamero. Well, thank you for being Thanks, here with us. And uh, the uh, say something good about like a tender, cruel joke, but make it like real good. <laughs> oh, no. anyway, All right. Anyone. Uh, if you look up uh, Tentacruel on Wikipedia, you'll find that he is a water poison type of uh, five foot three inches tall. 
and you also find out that he is a hundred and twenty-one pounds. <laughs> this is this is good stuff. This is the content we're here for. <laughs> Their gender split the, is fifty. There's a ten, there's a tentaculio joke in here somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> if he gets to level thirty, he might fall. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>